Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To a Thursday late morning edition of the PHLY Eagles podcast, Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, a little bit of a casual Thursday look for you, Zach. How you feeling? You, you've gone t-shirt today. This is a first. Didn't expect that to, to be the start of the show. Doing great. Excited for the show. Didn't see you, you yesterday. You look great. Nice of you to say. Uh, have a button down in the car, but kept the t-shirt. Why was the backseat too crowded to change? <laughs> backseat was not too crowded to change. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I had to, I had to give blood this morning, so I oh, couldn't have long, you. so I couldn't have long sleeves on. All right. Uh, are you like universal donor or what do we got? No, we don't have to get into the specifics of the. <laughs> you were too afraid to give your blood type. <laughs> so anyways, so I, uh, I brought the button down the change in the car, but I'm like, it's gotta be what? something positive. Cause you're such a positive person. Oh, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm positive. We're going to have a good show today. Okay. Although when I said that to you before <laughs> you pushed back at me, you said I jinxed it. You're a little stitious. So um, what's that from Zach? <laughs> That's from the office. It's not from the office. It's, it's a thing that people have been saying for, for decades. It's not from the it office. Popular, it was popularized on the office. Yeah, we said, what's that from? <laughs> if you ask Kirk Cousins what's that from, he would say The Office. Yeah, I don't ask Kirk Cousins anything. Okay. You know, if you ask him how to cook your meat, doesn't mean he's going to do it well. Well, he actually might do it well. No, he, it's oh, proven oh, that oh, he was. He's, he's yeah. more of a rare guy? Okay. No, he's like a, he's like a uh, brick, well, unseasoned guy. Well, that's what I just said. He'll do it well. Oh, you know what? That's pretty good. Thank you, Bo. That's pretty yes. good, Zach. Yeah, you didn't even you didn't even acknowledge the joke. Yes. Well, I, you know, it's hard to tell when you're joking sometimes. Okay. Uh, I'm serious about that. I didn't see you yesterday, but you know who I did see. I got to. I was. Uh, I was waiting online. Going. I'm going to the Phillies game hmm. last night with uh, shout out to Gabe, Defop Gabe, and uh, I get in line, and like two spots ahead of me, I see I see Jamie and Tyler. Getting ready to go that? into the game. Okay. What kismet. So I got to got to wait in line with them on the way in. What an atmosphere. Yeah, tell me about it. I, I, I had it on while I was doing work in the background. Um, tell me about the game. 
I, I, I obviously saw everything, but you were there. You yeah, saw I mean, the what atmosphere. do you want me to say? Like, you know what happened in the game. No, the like, atmosphere, I'm saying. It was fantastic. You saw it on TV. It was great. I, I didn't live it. I mean, I wasn't there. I, I didn't have. And unfortunately, you'll never have been there. 45,000 of my closest I friends. I just give you my memories from my brain. It was, okay. it was, it was, it was awesome. What Great was your percentage of sitting versus standing? Uh, good question. I would say about like 88% standing. Okay. 88% standing. Okay. Good section. Like a Great section. And engaged we were also, fans. Uh, we were also right underneath a TV that was like, a, I would say three quarters of a second behind. So mm -hmm. if you, if you went quickly, you could see, you know, the, the K zone where the pitch was. That was nice. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Good time. Look cold in here, by the way. I don't know if I'm going to go to t-shirt. I, I went on to, uh, I, I went on to allphly.com. What are you worried about? Are you worried about a little nip poking through? Oh, no. <laughs> I was actually, I thought this would be a good. Um, it is warm outside. Or, no, I thought this would be a good organic transition here. Okay. I wanted to say something. Um, <laughs> but you had to make the awkward joke. Well, now you're going back to it. Go ahead. Okay. So... <laughs> So I was I was thinking it was warm out yesterday, which it yes. was. Okay, uh, I was at practice and I was I was I was sweating, and then uh, so I was going to bring that up to the game, and then I thought it is a little chilly in here. Mm -hmm. I was on allphly.com. I clicked on the PHLY locker, the merch section, okay. and I got some PHLY merch that I'm going to be wearing nice. on the show uh, at some point you know, when it arrives. So. Uh, I was saying that if if you're going to Phillies games in these next few mm. weeks, you can check out allphly.com and you can get you can get PHLY merch, you can get Phillies type merch. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Lots of good it, stuff on there. there oh, go. what yep. a pull from Bree just throwing Great it out there. Fantastic. All right, Zach, we do have a lot to get to. Uh, we're going to have our our weekly draft of mm -hmm. the rosters between the Rams and the Eagles, but there's uh, plenty to get to news-wise from yesterday. Full day at the Novacare Complex. We heard you heard from Jalen Hurts, Jason Kelsey, Sua Opeta, Nick Sirianni. What were the big uh, the big takeaways for you? And the Eagles have a new player in the yes. secondary since we last spoke. Exactly. So I, uh, let's let's back up to Tuesday night at this point, uh, or Tuesday afternoon. The Eagles uh, set in the motion to add Bradley Roby to the practice squad. They which made you it, called. Good job by you. They made it official yesterday, which I called. You mentioned Bradley Roby a couple weeks ago. As him being on the street as a nickel. Oh option. yes, yeah, like Bradley Roby in the 2013 draft or 2014 draft, I believe it was, it was the Marcus Smith draft. draft. Yes, yes, there's the always, there's always been like uh, he could have been the pick if not for Marcus Smith. Yep, but. exactly. Um, so Bradley Roby, who 31 years old, um, has played inside outside. This was obviously done to get him at slot corner, and then uh, move James Bradbury over to the outside. <laughs> He officially joined the practice squad yesterday, was on the field, number 33, uh, taking over Josiah Scott's number. Wow. Okay. Poor one so, out. Josiah Scott's number is not retired by the Eagles. You really sold that one, Bill. Oh. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Fake an uproarious laugh? Yeah, that's, the, that, that's what you... <laughs> yes, exactly. Pretend you're by a player's locker. I try to be honest and real with our valued yeah. listeners. As an aside, okay? If you make way, me laugh, I will laugh. That's, 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 that's very much like... Uh, a sports media pet peeve I have is like when a player says something that's like not even that funny and everyone acts like it's sure. Jerry Seinfeld on Friday night. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you're going to be sitting front row. I'm not, I, I'm a little tied up with work. I'm not going this week. 
Uh, uh, but I would have, and I, I would have gotten it, the tickets on game time, okay. which we'll get to later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so well, maybe your work trans- plans will change and you'll be able to do it last minute. So, uh, <laughs> so Bradley Roby comes in and he needs to get into kind of the acceptable shape. They have a few weeks here with him on practice squad. My, I imagine he'll be elevated not just to the 53-man roster like for game day, but eventually take a roster spot. But it, as, as long as he looks the way they expect. But I, I, I see him being the slot corner. And that's a big development because as we spoke about on Tuesday's show uh, and a bit on Monday, James Bradbury, I don't think they're maximizing him when he's in the slot. And I did like the idea of putting Sidney Brown there. But I, I think that if you can get someone who, who has experience, right? I, I mean, last year in New Orleans, he played a lot of the slot. Early in his career in Denver, he played a, a lot of the slot. I think it just makes a lot of sense. And he was with the Saints for the, for all of training yeah. camp, so it's not like he's a guy. It's, this is not like yeah. a Dominican Sue Linval Joseph situation yeah. where they were just on the street. He you know he was playing as recently as five weeks ago or whatever yep. that was. Um, to me, this makes sense. I think you do want to sort of see your options and timing wise. Let's get a look at Bradley Roby, see if we think he can do it before the trade deadline, and if not, there's still some time to get an actual guy who, who could be the, the answer. Very good point. Uh, and he, he spoke yesterday about wanting, about wanting to be part of this defense with Slay and Bradbury. He, he likes the idea of playing with elite guys. He compared Philly to a college town. He said just the excitement that he's seen on social media since his signing was announced uh, and he, he, he's a steady veteran, right? He's, he's, he's been around. He's won a Super Bowl. So, again, 31 years old at that position. I don't love the fact that the Eagles would have three 30-plus-year-old guys right. out there at corner. Um, but if they, if they all fit their role, like excel in their role, then, then you're good with it. This has only just occurred to me, Zach, but if you try to combine Bradbury and Slay, you might get Bradley. And you've got Bradley Roby. Yeah, I'm not selling that one. That's, I think that's, that's. I think that this is like the key to the whole situation. You, you feel like Howie makes his transactions that way? No, no. Okay. I don't. Now, do you think that Roby? There's a chance that he'll be up this week. Yes, I do. Uh, and again, a limited practice time. This is a week where you really need to feel good about your slot corners, as we'll we'll get to. Yes. Uh, during, and your communication. Exactly. In the defensive backfield. So I think him being a veteran. And what's the is unless the alternative Sidney Brown, who's back at practice, right? Uh, but fully him and Evans. Yeah. So here you go. I'll I'll give the the well no Sidney Brown was limited I, I should say, but he's back on the field, which is a positive sign. Justin Evans full has that neck injury. Quest Watkins full. You'll you'll see them both on on Sunday. Limited Sidney Brown did not practice, and these are the key ones: Britton Covey with a, with a concussion, Fletcher Cox with a back injury, Cam Jurgens with a foot injury, and Marlon Tui Pelotu with the triceps injury. Defensive tackles important position to watch, of course. Uh, Fletcher Cox, according to the NFL. Networks Ian Rappaport uh, had an epidural. An epidural, yeah. Yeah, and if he misses time, it'll be one game. But this is worth watching. Fletcher Cox, as Baldy pointed out when we had him on the show Tuesday, remarkably durable. Hasn't missed a non-season finale game since the 2017 season. Uh, and I say non-season finale because they, you know, sack Rest guys, guys and, sure. and, and, and in 2020. 
they just didn't care about that last game. So we don't even know who was injured and who just right. uh, get on with your offseason. Um, but the, those are the, are, the, are the big injuries to watch, obviously, with Cox and Marlon T not practicing. Uh, defensive tackles in the spotlight. We mentioned Cam Jurgens on Tuesday's show and Monday's show, and that will be Sua Opeta there at right guard. Quickly on the Cox thing, I know that Sean Desai talked about this, but it's a little bit interesting that he's playing such a high percentage of the snaps when they knew that he must have been dealing with this injury, right? Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> well, it's a good question. I've been wondering about Fletcher Cox's playing time throughout the season. And I just think I, I th- do. Think I think there's two elements to this. I think I think number one, he's playing well. They, you he's know, playing very well. Yeah, he's 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 so versatile and that like he can. He's been a three down guy throughout his career, right? You trust him. And then the second thing is, and I was joking about this with someone in the building yesterday. Um, he kind of has like a Jason Peters element to him now. Right. Where it's like it's like who wants to tell him to get off the field? Exactly. You know? yeah, is exactly. that what you're going to say? Yeah, I yeah. think that's part of it. Yeah, but. Also, like he knows he's dealing with this injury. He, yeah. You would think that he would he would want to have the, you know, the long term in mind. That yeah. said, Zach, I was going to get to this in our draft, but in the you know the old uh, Kapadia pass rush index, right? Sacks yeah. and quarterback hits because pressures are so subjective. We like to deal with the actual things that that we know happened. Sacks and quarterback hits divided by pass rush snaps. Who do you think is the number one most productive pass rushing defensive tackle in the league through four games? Uh, Khalil Mack. Defensive tackle. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Defensive tackle. I'm sorry. I was thinking pass rush. That's okay. Uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is number five. Number one is Fletcher Cox. Okay. I, I should have just said it because you were asking well, me the yeah, question. I mean, but I was trying. I, I didn't know if you were number one game in the league. There. Number one. I'm not surprised. So no wonder he doesn't want to come off the field. He's trying mm-hmm. to bank. You know, he's trying to bank yeah. these stats. He's a free agent at the end of the year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. He's just, a lot of P. Rose, uh, P. Rouse, Cajun Mud, the Bugs. A lot of what? P. Rouse Cajun mud bugs. If you ever make it to Yazoo City, Mississippi, oh, oh yeah, boy. All right, and you want some good crawfish, uh, the place that Fletcher. I thought you were like having a stroke for a second is, there. Is P. Rouse? Uh, you could you could check that out. I believe it's on Helly Barber Boulevard in uh, Yazoo wow. City, Mississippi. There you go. I would imagine. Which gave them free advertising. Kenny Gainwell's yes. been there at some point. For our Yazoo City audience, you're welcome. Um, okay, so that's the Cox thing. Yeah. Uh, Sua Opeta, we feel like is this is not obfuscation. He's definitely no. going to be the starting right guard. Yeah, he's he's the starting right guard. Like the team's not even being clandestine about it. Yeah. You know, on their website yesterday, they had like Sua Opeta ready for right guard. Mm. Um, asking the you know, I asked Brian Johnson about it. Asked uh, Nick Sirianni about it. Talked about it in, in in the locker room. He's he's the right guard, which as we spoke about, surprised me a bit because Steen and Driscoll. Uh, Steen was the top option as a reserve during camp. Driscoll's played there, although he played more tackle during camp. Sua Opeta played more at life, a left guard during training camp than a right guard. He said yesterday that he's been playing left guard and right guard um, kind of in practice this season. So he has more right guard experience this year than he's had in past years. Uh, two can you name? Are we still doing that? Or yeah. can I just say can you name? Uh the last start he had at right guard. At right guard. Yes. Is this related to your? Is this was it against the Rams? No. Okay. Was it a Giants game? No. I don't know. I can't name it. Uh, it was Tampa Bay playoff game. He started oh. at right guard. Oh. Yes. 
Who was out? Well, Brandon Brooks was out for was the season. Was that for the whole season? Point. And then. Oh, they had I, moved and, Dickerson from right to yeah, left. Yes, at that point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Good for Sua. Um, let's see. What else? Who, who do you think will be the backup center? Landon Dickerson. Uh, Landon Dickerson was taking snaps at yesterday's practice. And yeah, he's, he'll be the backup. I, I'm guessing he'll be the backup center. Okay. I don't think they're going to bring anyone up from the practice squad. And you said that Sidney Brown was limited, but you feel like Justin Evans will be ready to go as the starter. Yeah, well, I think Justin Evans is going to be ready to go. Whether he's the starter or not depends on if you think Sidney Brown will push him. I don't think it's going to be Terrell Edmonds, but yeah, I'm guessing Justin Evans. Yeah, I would guess, I yeah. would guess Justin Evans. And then last one, Quez Watkins. He'll be back. Full participant in practice. Who do you think back. plays more snaps, him or Alameda Zacchaeus? I think Quez, but I don't think it's as pronounced as it would have been week one. I think it might be. I might think it might be Zacchaeus. He might be an Ozeke. Yeah. Okay. I think it might be. All right. Well, before we get to the draft, Zach, let's talk about draft kings. Ah, good transition. Things are heating up at the ballpark. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you won't miss a moment of the baseball action. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Plus, all customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. String together multiple bets from a single game for your shot at a major payout. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHLY. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHLY. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, cdkng.com slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Are you practicing that at home? No, but I mean, five times a week I'm practicing yeah, it. Yeah, you're doing like. great at that. I'm impressed. Real quick. That one uh, might have been my best one so far. I mean, there, you've consistently done it well, but I, I, I would agree. And for all prospective advertisers who hear how effective you how are getting that, that read. Um, uh, we always do, when we do the DraftKings ad, on Thursdays, when I, I say we always do, we're like four weeks in here. <laughs> um, uh, we look at the Thursday night game, okay? Uh, you obviously saw Washington play last week, mm. okay? Uh, what are you thinking here? Let me pull up this. Is it at Washington line. or at Chicago? It's at Washington. The Commanders are six-point favorites. Six-point favorites. Over the Bears. Uh, 44.5 is the over-under. Washington is minus 265. You going with the dogs? I think I like the Bears to cover, but the Commanders to win, mm, which right. is a classic That's Zach. classic Zach yeah, move, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going with Chicago plus six in that one. I, I think the Bears, uh, they showed some life against Denver last week. They did not, ex they did not win the game. Yeah, what a brutal thing. They've had some weird things going on in that organization. I think that's going to be an interesting uh, prospective head coaching job this offseason. But uh, I, I think uh, I'm, go I'm going Bears plus six tonight. Okay, I like that. <laughs> and then before we get to our draft, too. Please. I'm, so, I'm sorry, you're the host, but I'm go speaking ahead, over go you ahead. here. It's your show, too. Uh, 
I put a, I know we're going to talk about Aaron Donald, but I did want to ask you this yeah. here before, so it doesn't disrupt the draft. I put this out on Twitter yesterday. You said you didn't see the answer. So I didn't I'm putting see the, you on the answer, spot. Yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting piece of trivia. The Eagles are one of two teams in the NFL that Aaron Donald does not have a sack against, the Eagles and the New York Jets. He's only played the Jets twice. He's played the Eagles four times. Four times. 2014 as a rookie. Okay, uh, don't remember that. 2017, 2018, both those games in L.A., and then the 2020 COVID year, uh, that week two or three game here in Philly. Okay. Uh, yes. So uh, the, the games in 2017, 2018, as we discussed with Baldy the other day, it was Jason Kelsey and Brandon Brooks at center right guard. Okay. That helped him not get that helped the Eagles keep Nick Foles clean in both those games. Right. Um, well, Carson Wentz in the first one wasn't totally clean, <laughs> but not but right. not because of Brooks and, right. and, and Kelsey. Uh, or not because of Donald, I should say. So here you go. Who was the starting right guard in the 2020 game? And who was the starting center in the 2014 game? Well, the starting center in the 2014 game. <clears throat> was it David Mulk? Boom. Good job. Okay. When I brought that up in the media house yesterday, no one got that answer. Really? Yeah. I, I heard some Dallas Reynolds. I heard some Nicole. I did not hear David Mulk. Good work on David Mulk. Did you read his book? Well, we don't know if that's uh, the book, but I did, I did read, read, the, read, I did read Johnny book? Anonymous. Yes, okay. I did read it. Um, and then 2020 right guard. Early in the season, was it Herbig? Yes. Boom. No one knows reserve offensive linemen like wow. Bo Wolf. Bree's giving you the round of applause. Thank you, Bree. What an, I, I do think that we undersell what an unbelievable undrafted class of offensive linemen that was. 2019? Sua Opeta. Yeah. Nate Herbig and Ryan Bates. Three <laughs> starting caliber offensive linemen. I think it's amazing that Suopeta is here in year five. Yeah. Right? Like, he's been. It's really incredible longevity. Exactly. And uh, Jason Kelsey, he had a quote yesterday. I'm going to butcher the quote. I, I should have written it down. But he's, he's basically like a lot of times guys just don't have, like, the ability to hang around, but they end up playing. Right? Right. And he's like, he has the ability. He just hasn't played. Right. And yeah. he's, yeah, he's gotten some action here and there. And there have been times when he's been yeah. off the roster and on the practice yeah. squad and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I think, I, I think the thing that holds him back a little bit is like he, he really is only a guard. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really play, he played tackle in college, but he doesn't play tackle. He doesn't really play center. Um, but I think, yeah, I think he's quality. And uh, I remember that summer. I wanted to do a story on the, the that, that class. Of course I did. I wanted of course to do a story you did. on yes, that, that yeah. undrafted class. An esoteric story. And I was talking to Kelsey and he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, like they're pretty impressive. And there's one guy who's like, he's, he's like really, really talented. And I was like, is it Sua? He's like, he wouldn't say. Uh -huh. So like could have been Herbig in his mind, but now Herbig was much younger. Herbig was like yes. a 21 year old, whereas yes. Sua was a 24 year old. But I've always thought that Sua's power really pops. Yeah, um, and, and that's the book on him is his, is his strength. His, his combine testing or his uh, pre-draft testing was like notable in terms of his strength. Players have, have said that. Uh, Nick Sirianni pointed out that, that strength yesterday. Uh, he's he's going to have a tough assignment this week. I'd love to do uh, – what do you think would be Howie Roseman's amenability to just like a, a sit-down, whether it's an interview or a story, and just going over like – six of the most esoteric trades of his career like 
Let's let's get into the Ryan Bates Eli Harold trade. Okay. You know, let's get into the uh, the the Bruce Hector for Rudy Ford trade. Okay. Like what I think the best trade that's ever been made in the NFL. Oh, Duke Riley, Jonathan Cyprian. Duke Jonathan, yeah, Duke Riley, Jonathan Cyprian. I think uh, you think you'd have some fun with that. Uh, <laughs> maybe not the Ryan Bates one. But <laughs> well, you got to give something yeah. to get something. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I think the ones that that, that, that he likes, uh, the ones that he's proud of, sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I once did a story on his pretty early on before I was on the beat for the, uh, I did a story for the New York times in, Big flex. um, in April, 2020, in April, 2012 on his, uh, propensity for trading. Mm. I was proud of that story. Okay. Any, any particular insight? A lot of particular insight. This was before there was like a lot of attention paid to his trades, right? It was, his at that point third year as the GM. Well, there was um, that draft when he made a bunch of trades. Yeah, no, no, yeah. this was about player trades. Okay. In his whole point, because I, I spoke, I remember I spoke to John Schneider, the Seahawks GM, because they had just done the Daryl Tap for Chris Clemens. Chris Clemens, trade. sure. I spoke to um, you know a few agents who were involved in that. I, I and uh, Howie was was kind of talking then about like you know kind of this new wave of gms right number one uh, but then number two that the reason why player for, for player trades are different in the nfl than in in other sports he gave the comparison that a third baseman can go from the yankees to the phillies and still play third base right not much changes but a edge rusher can go from one team to another team and it's like totally different in terms of how they're used what the what the language is and he said that's why there were fewer player for player trades Sure. I think that has changed over the course exactly. of the past decade. Yeah. Though, yeah. That's, that story was 11 years ago now. Yeah, okay. Or, <laughs> All right. You ready for uh, rock, paper, scissors to start this off? I wasn't preparing my rock, paper, scissors strategy, but sure. Okay. Let's do it. Ready? I, I remember what got me wrong, what I did poorly with last time. So. I don't remember. Uh, of course you don't. Okay. okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Your scissors beats my paper. Yep. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Tie on paper. Rock, rock paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. My rock beats your scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, your oh, paper beats my rock. You okay. get the first pick. You've now won two out of three of the rock, paper, scissorses. Yeah, but you know what? This is, this is a, a tough week. This is a tough week. To have, I, I, I think, like of all weeks, I, I, I might want the two, three this week. Yeah, I think you could make that case. Yeah. You know? But I did um, not tank. Hold on a second. Sorry. Uh-oh. Make sure it wasn't... Uh... Jeffrey? <laughs> It wasn't Jeffrey. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here we go. With the... Yeah, this is interesting. If we unpack it a little bit, this is the first time we've had an even quarterback, yep. even-ish quarterback matchup. Uh, you could go offensive line. You could go some places on defense. I'm curious to see what you do. Or you could take the quarterback. Or I could take the quarterback. So for the... You know what? And you can't box me in at, at quarterback, correct? You can't, like, take two quarterbacks. Correct. Okay. Correct. So, you know what? I, I think I'm going to do it. I think for the first time, for the first time, the quarterback will not be the number one pick. Okay. Um, and that's not to take anything away from Jalen Hurts, but if I don't end up with – if you take Hurts, two – or three, then I'm okay with the with with yeah. the other one here. And Aaron Donald is one of the great players in NFL history. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a game wrecking player. He affects everything that you do. 
He does not have a sack against the Eagles in his career. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with Aaron Donald as my top overall pick in this game. Interesting. Good for you. Okay. Uh, I think there's a good case to be made that he's the best player in the game. He's, he is a little bit more productive this year than he was the last two years. He is, uh, he is fifth on that list of uh, defensive tackles behind Fletcher Cox. Okay. We don't know if Fletcher Cox we is going to play. If, we don't know if Fletcher Cox is going to play. I think there is enough depth at defensive tackle that I don't know that yeah. I would have done that there, but I would have considered it. I think, okay. it's, a, I think it's a fair I'm also trying to, to mix up the game a mix bit. Mix up the so game a little not, bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's part of it, too. We, we do this every week, and I, I don't want it to just be sticking to the sure. script every yeah, week. Yeah, I, think that's, I yeah. think that's worthwhile. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you've got to shake things up. The other places you in could life go. As well. Wide receiver. Okay. <laughs> More mistress talk from Zach. Um, you could, you know, this, the, the, the Puka Nakua uh, uh, emergence has at number one. No, 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 no I'm saying, giving storylines. No, oh. no, no, I'm saying that has <laughs> made it so you don't okay. necessarily have to. You, there's not a huge yes. delta wide receiver you're right. necessarily. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about my number one possibility. No, no, no. Like, okay, uh, but I am going to counter with. I think what has been. I think this has been the uh, two three tandem each of the first yeah. three weeks. I'm going to do it again. I am going to take Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey because I think there's a okay. big difference between. Uh, the the heart of this offensive line than than what the Rams have up front. Okay, uh, so I mean I'm I'm compelled I'm compelled to go quarterback here, but I'm also afraid that if I go quarterback, then you fill out the offensive line and I'm in a tough spot. So I I am going to take uh, Jordan Mailata here just to make sure that I have a left tackle. Okay, I think yep. that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. Um, in that case. I want to make sure I get. I want to make sure I get two of the top three here. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take AJ Brown. Okay. So there's there's Devonte Smith and Cooper Cup, and now, do we think Cooper Cup is gonna play? I do think Cooper Cup's gonna play. Um, according to Diana Rossini from the Athletic, uh, he's pushing to play. They started his practice window. And that's, that's obviously a big development in him and Puka together. Um, as Jordan Rodriguez from The Athletic uh, pointed out, they can go back to their 11-and-a-half personnel, which is kind of like a mm. hybrid between 11 and 12. Okay. So. They, they are back to now without Cooper Cup, but they are back to playing that super yep. heavy percentage of, of yep. 11 compared to last year when they were a little bit away from it. So, uh, you know what? Can go Dickerson here. Okay. Keep the um, keep the best friends together on the yeah. left side. And last week my offensive line was an undoing. Uh, I could go wide receiver here. I can go. I I, I, can, I can go Cup or or Devonte. My concern though is I'm I'm not just playing the board. I'm playing you. And so you considering the fact that you have two All Pro offensive linemen. I want to make sure that I have two Pro Bowl caliber offensive linemen. I consider Mylata and Dickerson Pro Bowl caliber offensive linemen. Um, I don't know if uh, I, I know Kevin Dotson's been playing decently for the Rams, and Steve Avila was their what third round pick or their second, second round, round pick? pick. Second round pick. Um, but but nonetheless, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Landon Dickerson here. Interesting. Okay. Uh, the Fletcher Cox injury is a is an is a factor here. 
and, and it makes me consider going defensive tackle. But I actually think the biggest difference between these teams on defense mm. is the Eagles' power on the edge. Okay. And I so uh, I consider going wide receiver here. It's interesting. We're both leaving quarterback yeah. untouched at this point. But I'm going to go ahead and take – I'm going to take Josh Sweat ahead of Hassan Reddick okay. right now. The way that they're playing, I'm going to take Josh Sweat for my first defensive player. That's, that's a good way to go because uh, it's probably the way I should have, have thought because uh, I have five edge rushers on this list, and the first three are Eagles guys. Um, I don't like either one of these Rams edge rushers too much at this point. Uh, so what I am going to do is I'm going to take Hassan Reddick just to make sure – that I'm getting to the quarterback some. Uh, and Hassan Reddick has, uh, he had a sack last week. Sacks come in waves, like he said. And I think this, I'd is, like to the, actually, this is the start of a wave. Yeah, I know. But I'd like to actually see if that's true. This is like a, a thing that everybody, that Nick Sirianni says and Hassan Reddick says. And yeah, like some guys have big games. But I've, I feel like this is one of those things where just because they say it doesn't mean that we have to take it at face well, value. Well, if you just look at Hassan Reddick's numbers last year, it bears it out. Josh Sweat's numbers bear it out. The sacks came in bunches, right? So, but they also I mean, they, they had seventy they, sacks. They had, like, they had a high volume <laughs> of sacks. Like, that is correct. Sacks come in waves. It's it's, it's one of those things. Like, uh, yeah. So, so you can't just say that that's true. So here, so so back in the day, back in the day, I used to do TV every week. Okay. Okay. Down that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> every time. That way, <laughs> south. Okay, I, I I did TV every every week, and some of it was Eagles, but I also had to do Sixers and Phillies and Flyers. And Sixers and Phillies, I can talk all day about. Villanova basketball, Big mm. Five basketball, I can talk all, all day about. Mm. Flyers wasn't as adept to talking. So what you say, like goals coming bunches? So or? what I no. So what I did is I would consume a lot of Flyers coverage, right, to, to, to give me kind of like a baseline understanding of it. But then the other thing I would do is I would watch and listen, and I would just get certain expressions that they say, mm. right? Tickles the twine. I wasn't even gonna say that, you okay. know, just like one of those like crowding the net or oh, sure. like blue line to blue line, you know, stuff like that, you know. Um, and Take it until you make it. I would kind of infiltrate these <laughs> these expressions, the jargon, if you will, and I would say that, and uh, and. You know, I, w I would try to just just come off as like I, I know a little bit of, of what I'm talking about. So um, <laughs> if, you, if you ever want to talk about pass rushing and you don't kind of know, you can just say sacks. Here's the thing about sacks is, you know, they come in waves. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, well, Zach, before we get to the next pick, let's talk a little bit, a little bit about game time, hmm. because buying tickets to your favorite events like Jerry Seinfeld on Friday night, if you're Zach, if your plans happen to open up, that shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. There's flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all that good stuff. Plus, it is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. 
Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And just so you guys know that we're not just reading these ads, we're, we're living this, is that if I pulled out my phone right now and I, I, sh- I sh- could show you the Game Time app, uh, I put in my PHLY code. Yeah, me too. A- and uh, I, I look at various tickets to see kind of, I, I, I like seeing other markets to see what the, uh, what, you know, the appeal of the Eagles is there. I'm going next weekend to a Penn State game. I like checking out those tickets. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the game time app. I, uh, I'm going to take Devontae Smith uh, okay. because I don't necessarily know that Cooper Cup is going to be active for this game. Um, and I think there's a chance this, this means I can, I'm going to outflank mm-hmm. you uh, mm-hmm. on the outside. I take him over, over Nachua. Is it Nakua or Nakua? I think it's Nakua. It's, it is Nakua. Nakua. Okay. Um, I'm. I, it's only been four games. I'm not uh, disrespecting him. Was that Chris who helped him, us but, out there? But I'm Shout taking Devontae. Okay. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> Chris says that was so far that we are we are both going to script and taking similar players as last week. <laughs> Okay, uh, so then I need to get a wide receiver here, and I'm going to get the only wide receiver in this group who's been the Super Bowl MVP, and that is Cooper Quez Cup. Watkins, oh. Uh, that is, is, uh, is, is, that's Cooper Cup. I remember covering the Senior Bowl that he was at. 2017. Yeah. Is there a, yeah. is there a second beat to that story? I, 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 I liked him in that. Okay. You know, I, he wasn't playing on the red turf anymore. I had watched him a bit on that red turf at Eastern Washington, and... Thought Cooper Cup could play there. He was represented at the time, or still is, I, I imagine, by um, the same agency as Carson Wentz. Mm. And so it was very much like on my radar, who are the guys represented by Carson Wentz's agency? And they ended up taking a few of them. Matt Collins, for instance, yes, from North Carolina. Right. Uh, but they did not take Cooper Cup. Uh, I'm going to take Nakua right. in that case. So now I have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, <clears throat> and Puka Nakua. Mm. <clears throat> you have Cooper Cup, who may not play. And uh, that's where that stands. Uh, Nakua is interesting. And you, you asked me earlier in the week where he was in the, uh, you know, the buckets. And he's in the, he's in the worst bucket. He was neither fast nor productive mm-hmm. nor old or nor young, right? He was an, he was an older player who ha- uh, was not super productive and didn't run fast. And it's funny because the Rams also took Van Jefferson, who was in that yes. bucket. And there have only been three guys who were in that bucket who were drafted in the first two rounds over the past 10 years. They've all been bad. Van Jefferson, uh, Greg Little, and Mohamed Massaquah are, are the three guys. Mm. And there have only been three late-round hits, guys who have had at least 1,000-yard season. Hunter Renfro, Tyrell Williams, and Doug Baldwin. So, like, Doug Baldwin is the guy that you sort of hope he turns into. But, boy, has he been... Super productive so far. I'm sure you've watched the tape. What jumps out about the way he's playing? Well, it's hard for me right now to decide whether whether it's like this is the main guy in the scheme and the scheme mm. is being very impressive versus him being very impressive. I don't mean to I don't mean to denigrate him. He's been he's been awesome. You know, uh, he's second in the league to Justin Jefferson in receiving yards, sixth in yards per route run. But I do sort of 
think of that offense. We were, we were having this discussion uh, outside earlier. Like, I think the Eagles offense is a player's offense, right? Yeah. Jalen Hurts is in charge of making these decisions, and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard need to win their individual matchups. Whereas that, that Rams offense, I do think of as a scheme offense. Yes. And I think that they are finding interesting ways to get him open, not to discredit him. You know, I'm excited to have him on my team, but it's only, it's, it's only been four games. And so I can't really, I don't have any grand opinions on him yet. No, that's a, that's a really good point. And it's, it's something I, I hate to say, we don't have more time to talk about it because we, we do a lot of shows, but it's, it's, it's something I've discussed during the off season that Nick Sirianni doesn't get enough credit for because he's, he's not the play caller. Um, and I, I think he's just a really good leader and manager of the Eagles team. But if you talked about like the stars of the Eagles or the faces of the Eagles, I don't think you would say Nick Sirianni is like a face of the Eagles right now, right? You would talk about Jalen Hurts. You would yeah, talk about, so. you know, talk about AJ, you know, you know, Devontae, some of the the great, you know, Jason Kelsey, of course, right? If you said who's the face of the Rams, I think the first name would be Sean McVay before Aaron Donald, before Matthew Stafford, before Cooper Cup. I think that team's associated with it's it's similar to Bill Belichick in New England right now, right? Like you think of the Patriots, you think of Belichick. You think of the Rams, like you said, it's a scheme-centric offense. I think everything is about the head coach there, whereas I think this is more of a players, you said it's a players offense and we associate and I, oh I, I should say the public associates uh the players more in Philly and McVeigh is kind of the star with the Rams. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Which is unfair to Sirianni because I I think he's a really good coach. Also maybe unfair to Aaron Donald, but that too. Yeah. Yes. All right, you're up. Okay, so I need pass catchers here. I'm not gonna push a wide receiver up my board for the first time, for the first time in the weeks we've done this. Dallas Goddard, come on the team, Zach. Okay, maybe this is where Dallas Goddard gets to change his, his, his fortunes. If you go to allphly.com, I have a notebook out that I, I wrote. Uh, it appeared yesterday, and I think I, there's a lot of good notes and numbers in there. One thing I wanted to look at was Dallas Goddard's lack of production this year, and we spoke to Baldy about it. We spoke about it. The thing that jumped out to me is... It's not like he's being targeted less, right? Or that 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 um, that much less. Like it's not so pronounced in terms of the numbers. The the, the receptions and there were the percentage of uh, targets per route run is comparable. The big difference is yards after the catch. And one thing, you know, I spoke to Dallas about this because I didn't just want to talk about it. I wanted to make sure that don't talk uh, about it. Be about it. Yeah. And one thing Dallas said is just kind of the way they've been playing. He's been catching the ball with his back to the defense more than he did a, a year ago. We spoke last year, uh, and Shil Kapati of the Ringer used to always bring this up on, on his show as well, that when they got past midfield, it was like clockwork. They would throw that tight end screen to Dallas Goddard and it would pick up these big chunk yards. Um, they're not doing that this year. It's, it's, it's a part of the offense that I think they should get back. Dallas Goddard's really good without the ball in his hands. I'm trying to get the exact numbers here, which I am pulling up, and I am obviously stalling right now as I pull this up. Dallas Goddard but, right now is 31st out of 35 tight ends yeah. in, in yards per route run. So it is crazy how unproductive he is right in now. In the first four games of the 2023 season, 
he has 28 yards after the catch. In his first four games of the 2022 season, he had 204 yards after the catch. Think about that. And that's also, it's not just last season. That has been his superpower as as a receiver over the past three years. Um, And so I don't know if it is a function of just the routes that he's running or if there's something that's changed with him. Hmm. I I tend to lean more towards the way that he's being used in the offense uh, is the big big change here because he doesn't look less uh, physical or athletic to me at this point. Good point. Good point. I, I agree with you, and I think they need to unlock Dallas Goddard. And of all weeks to do it, do it the week that he's on my team in this game. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the best player on the board, at least non-quarterback position. Give me Jalen Carter, who has just been so dynamic, and uh, I'm happy about that. Uh, so I am ready to take the plunge. And I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't, don't, focus have... on, don't focus on getting married. Focus on being married. <laughs> and I'm going to do this because um, I obviously don't have the same wide receiver core. No, I just get Matthew Stafford. He you just get goes Matthew on my Stafford. You, I, I, I don't have the same wide receiver core. I'm going to need some of this QB run game. Jalen Hurts spoke yesterday about what we talked about on the show the other day about the QB run game. And he, he said he just hasn't had as many opportunities to kind of bust out those explosive plays, but he doesn't think he's playing any differently. He is obviously protecting himself, as we discussed on the show. But give me this. Uh, uh, if, if I have Jalen Hurts with Cooper Cup and Dallas Goddard and Jordan Mylotta and Landon Dickerson, I feel I, I, I have the foundation for a solid offense here in addition to, of course, Aaron Donald and Hassan Reddick on defense. What is your general Matthew Stafford take these days? I'll give you some of the the stats that I have here. Uh, Through four games, he is eighth in EPA per dropback, ninth in success rate, eighth in air yards per attempt at about 8.7, 11th in how quickly he's getting rid of the ball. Uh, There's a chance for some negative plays. He's, He's 27th in completion percentage. He has five interceptions on the year, but that's also a little bit weighted because he has thrown more passes than any other quarterback in the league. That's the that's the um, the new sounder we have for wow, what a good stat that was. Yes, uh, well, wow, what a good stat that was. Uh, I've long been a Stafford guy ever since he was at Georgia. Uh, okay, <laughs> like the high yeah, pick. You like, yeah, you like the number one overall <laughs> pick. That's good. Um, Kind of agree with what Darius Slay has said that he was underrated for a long time when he was with the Lions. I think he kind of like jumped this is on the other side now that he might be a little bit overrated, but he can still make, you know, Baldy said it the other day, he still makes throws that are just awesome. Really, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't love to be the one to say high level throws. Like yes. I'm the guy who knows that, but yeah, there, I mean, he makes some real throws that, that open your eyes. That pop. Yeah. And so, like Stafford and really like him with the group you have of, AJ Devonte and Puka, yeah, uh, that feels so, pretty good. Uh, and then he 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 has obviously a good center and uh, right tackle with him, but uh, I mean I mean we'll see how he does with Aaron Donald in his face, right? Sure. So, um, yeah, it's a good question. What am I going to do in the interior of my offensive line? But before I address that, I I guess I'm a little bit worried about this Fletcher Cox. Hmm. Injury. I don't know if he's going to play. Do you think he's going? Well, I'll let you decide that if you draft him. But because of that, I'm going to take Jordan Davis, who I actually think has been a little bit quieter over the past two games, especially the last game against Washington. I thought that was a little bit um, 
of a standout that that I thought that they got more pressure than we gave them credit for, and, and Sam Howell just made some nice plays. But I thought that uh, you know the the pop in the first two weeks of Jordan Davis has really become an impact pass rusher. We haven't really seen the last two weeks. Yeah, and he curiously wasn't on the field as much early in the game as I expected to see. Uh, so that's but I've I've been on record saying I like Jordan Davis as a player, and um, I still stand by that. Sure. Uh, so, so you mentioned earlier in the game that you saw a big delta at edge rusher. The other position where I saw a big delta was at corner. Yeah, I think this is uh, a good pick. And so I'm going Darius Slay here. Uh, who, who I do think, to be fair, is coming off his worst game. Yes. We but, talked about it earlier in the week. But he's, he's been consistent. He always likes these, these big matchups. Um, he's going to have a big matchup against A.J. Brown. Uh, who he sees every day in our fictional game. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel comfortable having having Darius Slay on, on my team here. So, uh, Darius Slay it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to then uh, answer by taking James Bradbury, and okay. I can play him at his natural position on the mm-hmm. outside, and I, and I feel pretty good about that. Okay. Uh, and it's interesting how, how, how that's worked out, because earlier in the year I took Bradbury before Slay. Well, you've always been a Bradbury guy. Yes. I, I like Slay, too. always enjoy talking to, to, to Slay. Not, don't call him Darius, right? That's right. Um, so I, I don't need to take a, a wide receiver. Uh, I could go corner here for my second corner. Akua Witherspoon and Darian Kendrick are their other two starters, correct? Uh, on the outside, on, yeah. On the outside. Um, linebacker, don't need to take there. I, you know, defensive line, do I go Milton Williams here? Um, or do I go I guess Bo- that means you don't Bobby think Fletcher Brown. Cox is going to play. Oh, okay, Fletcher Cox. Is, yeah, because you took Jalen Carter. Okay, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take Fletcher Cox. I'm going to take Fletcher Cox because part of this is like the way it looks when this first comes out, right? <laughs> oh, you you're know? just playing the you're playing the poll. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ex- exactly. I'm trying to win the press conference, right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, who has time to worry about what the coach looks like three, four years down the All line? Right. What I'm trying to do is, is, is when that poll comes on, and you could – and by the way, make sure you're following all our social accounts um, – the PHLY underscore sports, PHLY underscore Eagles. Make sure you, you check all those out. And also, you're subscribing to yes, the YouTube I was, channel. And I was going to say that. I was, I was listening out in, uh, out in Colorado to our Sixers podcast, uh, Bodner and Newbeck doing a good job out there. Newbeck and Bodner, however you want to, you know, both of them. Um, and Nooner and Bodneck. And they, uh, Oh, per Derek Gunn, Cox is out this week. D Gunn knows his stuff. <laughs> oh, too late. <laughs> That's all right. You have your you have your flex spot that you can uh, you can fix that with. Um, <laughs> so, but but they kept saying pound the like and subscribe. So please pound the like and subscribe. Okay, uh, I am going to go ahead and take. Uh, I don't feel a hundred percent confident that he's the best of these two options, but I am going to take uh, Mister Forearm himself. Reed Blankenship hmm. as the safety here. I think there's a top two at safety uh, with these rosters, so I want to make sure I get one of those two. Give me Reed White. Uh, what, what do they call him? I know there's the milk check, but didn't they? Uh, call him Ghost. Ghost, yeah. Yes. Give me Ghost. Yes, Ghost. Uh, so then I will take Jordan Four. Uh, to make sure that I have okay. the other safety here. Now, there's a lot of a lot of talk in the chat. It seems like about like uh, how we're deciding the winner here. Uh, maybe we need a, a more of a uh, of an objective thing. Yes. But we've got the poll beforehand. We'll do a poll afterwards. This, the suggestion that we go off of Pro Football Focus 
is so ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, so by the way, okay, all these emails, I, I want to respond to that all is these not emails. An, uh, that is not an accurate, the, objective thing. Yeah, I want to respond to, to all these people emailing me saying you should go based on the PFF grades because I've run it by Bo, <laughs> but I don't know how to politely say, sorry, Bo doesn't want to do it, right? No so. way. <laughs> So first of all, we're going to treat every position the same and then we're going to just trust their rubric when I mean, give me a break. So we don't need to we don't need to get started. Maybe I'll, I'll redo both football focus and we can we can use that instead. Um, OK, in that case, give me. Uh, I think that maybe the biggest delta here, Zach, that's left on the board is the nickel position hmm. where. You know, I listened to the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast and Fran and Greg Cosell. And, you know, Greg watches a little bit more of the Rams than, than Fran does. But they seem to agree that uh, the best corner in that room is their nickelback, Kobe Durant. Mm. And so I will take Kobe Durant. That means I don't have to play James Bradbury in the slot. I don't have to worry about, you know, Bradley Roby or Mario Goodrich being involved here. And I'm happy to, uh, to solve that position. Okay, uh, so then I am going to go with Milton Williams just to make sure that I have <laughs> a uh, potent interior. Even maybe Fletcher Cox, like, uh, you know, he's on that cross-country plane, the epidural. Okay. Yeah, that epidural. I've never gotten yeah. an epidural, but I've, I've, I've been... You've, witnessed, you've been a witness I've, to one? I've, I've been witness to two epidurals in my life. Okay. And uh, I, I can say, I mean, I can't say anecdotally, but I, I can say based on how it was described to me, there was very much a before and after. <laughs> But there's yes. epidural, so yes. perhaps the epidural kicks in. Um, you know, we, we both have work to do on the offensive line, but absent that, I'm going to go ahead and take the best linebacker in the game, mm. which is a, a surprise to me that I'm doing that at this yeah, juncture, but I'm, pick. I'm taking uh, Ernest Jones. Big E. Big E. EJ, as some people call him. Um, give me Ernest Jones. Okay. So I would like to go with a second edge rusher here. I don't really love Byron Young from Tennessee. Uh, do I go Brandon Graham? Nolan Smith, Derek Barnett. I had a funny thing with Derek Barnett yesterday. Okay, let's hear it. Your boy. <laughs> yeah. So I always kind of, um, you know, someone opens the door. I let them in before I walk out, okay. right? From and the... From the locker room? Yeah. Okay. So I'm walking out of the locker room. He's, 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 he's okay. walking in. So he opens the door. And I say, after right. you, Derek. Right. Right? And he says, no, you. And then it's like, no, you. You were dancing over it? Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah there was like, and then the person behind Derek's like, someone's got to move here. <laughs> right? So I just, I said, thank you, Derek. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Derek and me are good, man. Um, he probably wanted you out more than he was being polite. <laughs> probably so. Yeah. Get out of the locker room. <laughs> yes. Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Uh, <laughs> so, um, do I go Brandon Graham? I mean, Brandon Graham really hasn't played that much this year, honestly. I thought last week was his best game. Okay. Uh, you saw there were a couple couple rushes down the stretch, mm-hmm. and even on the, the Terrell Edmonds dropped interception, that was a, a making of Brandon Graham's push. I thought, he, I thought he was a little bit more impactful. So give me Brandon Graham, then. You, you sold me. Brandon Graham it is. So now I got Hassan Reddick and Brandon Graham with Aaron Donald and Fletcher Cox and Milton Williams. So <laughs> a lot of Pro Bowls on my, on my pass rush here. That's true. And uh, at least four of those five will play in the game, most likely. <laughs> Uh, we have a lot of work to do on the offensive line. I'm going to start picking that off with uh, Steve Avila. 
The Rams starting left guard, who was their second-round pick, solid start to his career so far. You know, he's seen Aaron Donald in practice. It's not the same as seeing him in a game, but maybe that will give, uh, give us a little bit of an edge there. And while you plan your next pick, I want everyone to kind of look over my shoulder here, okay? Uh, because over my shoulder, we have some great stuff in this studio from FOCO. If, if, if actually you go and you look at, at some of the, the uh, things that people are wearing to these games, if they're not wearing PHLY stuff, they might be wearing FOCO stuff. And where can you learn more about FOCO? Well, let me tell you that. Because FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's it's tailgating season. So if you are going out to L.A. this, this weekend and you're going to be tailgating at SoFi Stadium, you might want overalls and hoodies and hats and sunglasses and bags, everything you need for a game, or if you're tailgating in the Phillies parking lot, and say hello to Bo as he goes to the games. FOCO has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. FOCO always has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHLY for 10% off. Uh, it's your pick. It is my pick. You've got so far Jalen Hurts, Cooper yep. Cup, Dallas Goddard, Jordan Mailata, and Landon Dickerson on offense. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so do I go with Kevin Dotson? Give me a st uh, another starting guard. Um, you're not going to take a – could you put Havenstein at left tackle? They'd, I could. You probably wouldn't. Uh, do I go with, this, with, a, with another corner here? Do I – you know what I'm going to do? I need offensive playmakers. I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to go 2-2 two, two at well, but I, think, I actually think okay. that's a defensible pick there. Okay. Uh, Thank you for, for agreeing it's a defensible pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like Kyron Williams. Uh, yeah. I've always liked Kyron yeah. Williams. He's, you know, the, the advanced stats say he's below zero in, in rushing yards over expected. Um, I like him, but, you know, DeAndre Swift has been so impressive so far that since you have Cooper Cup who might not yeah. play and nobody else on the outside, you, yeah. you're going to need somebody who can do yeah. something with the ball in their hands. Uh, I will take uh, I will take Sue Opeta. Okay, give me my guy. I got Kelsey Opeta and Lane Johnson. Uh, we're ready to go on that side of the ball. We're gonna push you around. By the way, I I like how the biggest compliment you can pay to me in this game is that's a, a defensible pick. Now that's a good pick. That's a defensible pick. Well, I I I, I mean that in the sense of. It's a running back, right? Okay. Like we've, I, I, I think that you have taken Swift a little bit too high in the past because mm. of the position, but I think in this situation, it, it was, it made sense. It made sense. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so then I will go with Rob Havenstein as my right tackle. Big fella. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, you didn't take this guy. You said you didn't like him, but I'm going to go ahead and take him. Uh, and I didn't like him coming into the draft because you're talking about uh, the misnomer of Byron Young mm. entering the league as a 25-year-old. Yes. You know, he didn't really start playing football until it was like 22. He went to that, uh, I think, the Georgia Military Institute. Mm. However, I got to trust the numbers at some point. And the uh, sacks plus quarterback hits divided by pass rush snaps, guys who have played at least 100, who have rushed the passer at least 100 snaps this season. Number one, Miles Garrett. Number two, Josh Allen in Jacksonville. Yeah, I like Josh Allen. Number three, TJ Watt. Number four, Nick Bosa. Number five, 
Micah Parsons. Number six, Byron Young. That's the company that he is in uh, through the first four games of his career. Uh, I don't think that that is necessarily a sustainable pace for him, but at this juncture in the draft, I'm happy to get him, and I would have probably taken him over Brandon Graham. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with Darian Kendrick at corner. Darian Kendrick uh, is 50th of 109 corners on Pro Football Focus, so you know. <laughs> By the way, your boy Kobe Durant's 107th of 109 on Pro exactly. Football Focus. Exactly. Yeah, I trust Fran and Greg much more than that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with uh, Darian Kendrick, who uh, went to Georgia. So I'm loading up on the Georgia guys right now. I think I, As I want to do. said, by the way, the other day that he went to Clemson. I don't know what I was thinking. He went to Georgia. That's okay. I will take, uh, I will take Joe Noteboom as my mm -hmm. left tackle. Played left tackle for them last week, even though he's uh, penciled in as their starting right guard. And now my offensive line is set. Okay. Uh, so I don't need to take Kevin Dotson. I'm just going to end up with Kevin Dotson. What positions are still competitive? Uh, you could take... A, you could take a second tight end if you wanted to box yeah. me out. You need a linebacker because I could take a linebacker, and then mm -hmm. there's uh, safety and corner. Okay. Uh, so not going to push on safety right now. Um, I need a slot corner. In the interest corner, of which, time, I'm going to give you Brian Allen and Kevin Dotson as your, unless, yes. unless you would rather have uh, an Eagles backup there. Well, no, their center is Coleman, right? Not Brian Allen. Okay. Their, their starting center is Coleman. So, unfortunately, I don't have Jason Kelsey this week, uh, but I do have Coleman Shelton. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to go with, uh, you know what I'm going to do here? Let's go 12 personnel, baby. Well, Tyler Higby just got a contract extension. So, give me Tyler Higby and Dallas Goddard with Cooper Cup. Um, it's not a bad, although and I don't know Swift. that it's helping you in the run game necessarily yeah. with Tyler Higby, but, but it's at least something to do on offense yeah. to lean into where you're weak. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Uh, I will take a guy who I have no opinion on whatsoever, uh, but he, boy, is he a riser because I'm, I'm taking him over uh, <laughs> the Eagles, other options at safety. Give me Russ Yeast. There you go. Where do you with, go to college? To pair with Reed Blankenship. Kansas State. Mm. You remember that from the show the other day? I do. Okay. Good work. It means you're listening to me. I'm always listening to you. I can't say the same about you. <laughs> you can't say the same about me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you could go an, another linebacker, or I can go Nicholas Morrow, who, had who became the first player since who? The first linebacker since who in the NFL? This happened in 2007, I believe. To have 10 plus sacks, three plus tackles. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. 10 plus tackles, three plus sacks, and at least one forced fumble in a game. Brian Roll. No. Brian Roll. I'm I'm, I'm, oh. I don't know the answer. I'm just saying a linebacker. Not, not with Eagles. Funny. In the yeah. NFL. The first linebacker since this player. Ray Lewis. No. James Harrison. Okay. Okay. How about that for Nicholas Morrow? Uh, so I could go with Nicholas Morrow um, because the other options would be Zach Cunningham, who, I, who, who, who I'm actually liking. He's, like you said the other day, he's, they're getting good production from Zach Cunningham. Christian Roseboom uh, is the other linebacker for the Rams from South Dakota State. Yes. But I'm, you know what? With the way Nicholas Morrow played last week, I need a green dot player in the middle of my defense. Give me Nicholas Morrow. Okay. I'm happy for you. Uh, <laughs> you took a player who didn't make the active roster. 
<laughs> as your strike linebacker. Uh, You're so caught up in this active roster thing. Three sacks. I think the only... Did you not see the three sacks? Yeah, I saw him. Okay. Yeah, they weren't. It's not like he was like. <laughs> One of them, he was just a cleanup sack. Right. I yeah. mean, he's it's they, he was a good blitzer. It's not like he's like beating these guys. Oh man, you um, have minions in this chat. Boy, is he a riser. So good. LOL. Trevor, <laughs> uh, Travis Motter just said. Yeah, I mean, that's straight a, dough, yo. I mean, come on, you're just straight. It's a repeat joke. But already feels good about himself. You don't need to give him more rusty uh, stuff. You already have a flex, so I don't need to take a linebacker. Yeah. I think the only thing that is uh, up for grabs here is corner. Mm -hmm. So I will take. Do I take Josh Job or do I take Akella Witherspoon? Mm. Um, you remember what AJ Brown? But AJ's on your team, so you don't have to worry about that. But AJ Brown yeah, last week put Witherspoon in a knot last, last season, year, rather. Again, yes, yes, in that Steelers game. Yep. Uh, and I guess because of that, I'm going to take Josh Job. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to lean into my um, aging defense here, and I'm going to take Bradley Roby as my slot corner. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another guy who might Sight not play. unseen, <laughs> yes. yeah, who might not play. Yeah. All right, so we can uh, we can fill out the rest of this now. I will take uh, I will take Kyron Williams as my running back over Kenny Gainwell. I will take Jack Stoll as my tight end. I will take uh, and my last pick. Do I take a second linebacker or do I take uh, a Kobe Turner from Wake Forest, who has been a, a, an impressive player so far? Or I could take Nolan Smith. I'm going to go ahead and I think for the very first time in show history, I'm going to have two linebackers. Uh, so I'm going to take Zach Cunningham. You need a okay. wide receiver, Zach? I need one wide receiver, and I'm going to go 2-2 two, two Atwell. Yep. Who I, who I, I like a 2-2. Two, two. I bet you do. Yes. Yeah. And then you need a safety. You want Justin Evans or Sidney Brown? Um, Sidney Brown. Sidney Brown, another guy who might not play. Wow. <laughs> You're really leaning into that. Might as well take, like, Reggie White. <laughs> it will look good after yeah. all I'm going for is the initial poll voting, right? All right. So when you have the ball, Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, Cooper Cup, Tutu Atwell, Dallas Goddard, Tyler Higby, Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Coleman Shelton, Kevin Dotson, and Rob Havenstein going up against my defense of Josh Sweat, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, Byron Young, Ernest Jones, Zach Cunningham, James Bradbury, Josh Job, and Kobe Durant with Russ Yeast and Reed Blankenship at safety. When I have the ball, Matthew Stafford with Kyron Williams next to him is throwing to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Puka Nakua with Jack Stoll protecting, Joe Noteboom, Steve Avila, Jason Kelsey, Sua Opeta, and Lane Johnson up front against your defense of Brandon Graham, Aaron Donald, Fletcher Cox, Hassan Reddick, Nicholas Morrow, Darius Slay, Darian Kendrick, Bradley Roby, Jordan Fuller and Sidney Brown with Milton Williams rotating in on the defensive line. I think I've won again. I, I, I like your team going into this game, but I, I do want to point out that I have the best defensive player of the past decade on my team. Sure. Okay. So let's just, I mean, let's give Aaron Donald due credit here. Yeah, due credit. And you're yeah. pairing him with another, you know, probably the second best yes. defensive tackle of the past decade. Unfortunately, the game will be played on Sunday and not, Seven years ago. I think Aaron Donald's still good, yeah, by the is. way. Yeah. All right. Anything else that we need to uh, pay attention to before we talk tomorrow at 2.30, Zach? One thing, a, a, a gratuitous um, kind of a plug, if okay. you will. Uh, go to allphly.com right now. I did. I, I took one from Bo Wolf's playbook here, which is a, a locker room survey. Okay. Uh, and I asked players, because I, I've been hearing now for well, seven years, basically, 
that how good of an athlete Jake Elliott is. And Jake Elliott, of course, was a tennis player who, like I mentioned on 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 the, on the, on the other day's show, came out during a pep rally. He was picked out of pep rally, kicked a field goal. That's how he started his his kicking career. So I, I wanted to know from different uh, players in the locker room what uh, the question I posed is: What's the most impressive non-football thing you've seen Jake Elliott do? And I got a lot of answers about golf and ping pong. Uh, Jordan Mailata and Landon Dickerson were sitting next to each other going back and forth. He shot 64 at Riverwinds. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, he went under par at Marion, which I under, I'm not a golfer, but I understand that's, that's, that's quite an accomplishment. Um, some people have pointed out that he's really adept at hitting the crossbar. When he throws it, oh, thank you, Bree. Put it there. You go. You can so so you can check that out now on allphly.com. It's free for y'all to read for all of you to read. Uh, and uh, yep, yeah, so that will give you a little insight from the locker room. On I heard Jason Kelsey use the name yesterday on on, on WIP. I haven't heard this. Jake the Make. I kind of like that. Jake, Jake the, make. the Make. I like that. That's not bad. As opposed to Jake the Snake. As opposed to Jake the Snake, but as 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 far as some other things we should uh, monitor outside of the the gratuitous plugs, um, they have practice in about an hour, and we will see if Sidney Brown will the guys who 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 missed yesterday, um, we'll see who's back, who's not back. I'm curious if Marlon T is back or, or or not, just because if Fletcher Cox isn't playing, your defensive tackle depth is obviously important to monitor there. Uh, what's Sidney Brown's workload? We will pay attention to that. And then, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow's show, an action-packed show. I'm excited for our a potential guest tomorrow. Hoping to have Jordan Rodriguez from yep. The Athletic on the show tomorrow to t- give us a little bit of insight onto this Rams team that mm-hmm. I think is a little bit better than some people expected heading into the year. And, uh, of course, we will play a little rousing game of goose wisely make our predictions mm. as you get prepared for the uh, long flight what are you going to do on the flight zach i have some writing to do right now okay. <laughs> um yeah uh so it sure feels like you've always got some writing to do. yeah well uh, i'm working against a deadline <laughs> on something that uh and it's a six-hour flight so okay. i'll be working on that but it, it's a late night Saturday night flight, and you know how I am late at night. So mm, true. I might drift off, um, and then uh, yeah, that's that's probably how I will I will spend the flight. I'm, I'm not in LA very long. I'm just in and out. So, uh, uh, but always uh, you know I look forward to going back uh, potentially when the Eagles play there again. And finally, since we started the show with this, we need to sort of close the loop. How did you feel about T-shirt day? A little cold, honestly. Okay. Um, I think you'll You're see. You're not me. showing it. Thank you. Thank you, Bo. Um, I think you'll see me more in the hoodies, the button downs, the PHLY hoodies. But uh, yeah, I'm always, uh, I'm always I think trying you wore to. I well. I always like well. to see you relax a little bit, loosen up. Yeah, I'm not very good at that, man. You sound like my wife right now. She wants me to relax, loosen up. So I agree with her. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe for her next birthday, you'll give her that treat. 41. She's been telling me every year, Bo and I have this joke. I mean, it's been like three years in a row, or two years in a row, actually, if I'm being literal. Emily's, uh, she wants my New Year's resolution to be um, to be kinder to myself. Yes. And and I try to, like, on her behalf, yeah. get you to do that. Yeah. And, 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 and then we're at, like, January 3rd, and I'm pulling my hair out about a story. Right. Or I, I, I text you at 4 a.m. Or not, I'm not up at 4 a.m., at 5.30 
oh, so-and-so wrote this piece. So, yeah, it lasts about three days. It's like the joke that What's people so get gym memberships. Done? You know, for me, it's, it's like I'm kind to myself when I watch the New Year's Day games and then I feel like I'm falling behind. Yeah. Yeah, well. Tough life. <laughs> Not at all. all right. Well, for Zach and Bree and everybody else, we thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, enjoy the uh, ramp up before the Phillies and Braves get going over the next couple of days. We'll be back tomorrow at 2.30 to give our final preview of the week five tilt between the Eagles and the Rams. We thank you for listening. We thank you for watching. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, we love you. <laughs> City like the mayor.